Welcome to another episode of The Dragon and That Sucker. Today we will be bringing you content that will be exactly like last week, which is about absolutely nothing. Enjoy! Boom! We are live and kicking in 2020. Mr. Cinco de Mayo, a.k.a. The Dragon, a.k.a. Fuego, is over here showing us how to eat a silent apple. Please continue. Ah, thank you, Tori. Uh, that, that was a pretty big and impressive intro, to be honest. I'll, I'll be trying my best to uh, one-up that, but first, I'm going to eat a silent apple. I'm going to take a relatively large bite. Wow. That was a pretty big bite, Cody. The size of a dent you put in that apple? Wow. That's how we do it in the, the, the land that is just north of my home country, Mexico. That's what's up, man. Hey, speaking of Mexico, happy Cinco de Mayo. I'm happy sorry, Cinco my bad. de Mayo? Cinco de Mayo. Thank you. That does not look you. like, that doesn't look like a Mexican drink, but cheers. All right. You know, cheers. Clearly, you, you don't want to recognize what the, are you, the what holiday. Are you, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the sangria, buddy, with, with fruit. Sangria is a Mexican wine-ish thing, okay? That whiskey you're drinking is not from Mexico. That's like St. Patty's Day. I'm over here drinking some Hennessy, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure St. Patty's Day is an excuse to drink. I'm quite confident that Cinco de Mayo for us uh, gringos and uh, what did you call it last week? Your people? My people. Not your, your people. people, my people. Not my people, my people. Not your people, my people. No, right, my people. No, dude, my people, not yours. Do you work well, for Google, man? No, do you work for Google? Because you have a Google shirt on. So are, are you, are, are, did you get employed by Google or something? No, sir. Nope. You're just free advertising, right? Because this is going, this, this video is going up on, on our channel. So Google is getting free advertising. Thanks, Cody. Let's just do it like this then. Boom. We'll just elevate a black shirt. Um, black hat. With the word Google on it, cool. cool. I like that. That's actually a pretty dope, dope hat. That's yeah, a dope this hat. This is a very fairly unique hat, Pearl Jam. So that was a silent apple. That was impressive. Uh, it can really only be done in three ways. One, when you're eating in front of somebody who's asleep. Okay. Two, when you are eating it over uh, virtual uh, conference uh, type type scenario it's called video conferencing bro okay video conferencing uh and then three uh if the person that you are uh doing it with is less than the age of 18 months so those are the three scenarios that it works with so just be aware if you're going to try that uh, at home which i don't recommend doing it can be embarrassing if you do that in front of somebody and they happen to grab the apple uh call you out any number of things so just a okay. fair warning. Fair warning. That is wonderful information. Thank you for the PSA. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, so welcome that sucker. I'm so glad to have you here. Uh, that sucker, a.k.a. the man, the myth, the legend, a.k.a. Mr. Happy, a.k.a. there are no mistakes, a.k.a. LeBron Lover. So glad to have you. So glad to be here uh, again. What a... What a crazy time we're living in, man. Jeez. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. What a treat. Oh, yeah. Well, what? thank you for having me. I would have you anytime, Cody. We established that many years ago. We did. No homo. And whips no vovos. Touche. Why do you always call me that? You know, I just, uh, <clears throat> one day I was, I was walking down the street and I was kind of depressed. And I just looked up in the sky. That happens yep. to most people, especially when they're, they're, they're depressed. Um, okay. I'm gonna take off my glasses. It will still be me. I know that oftentimes I'm mistaken for a different personality when I remove my glasses. You know, you know the last man that removed his glasses was Superman, right? Are you about to be Superman real quick? Wow, okay. Okay. Just want to let you know this is still me. Wow. Uh, give me just this, a moment. This just got really serious. <clears throat> Getting a headache. This got this got really serious fast, but this is kind of intense. My uh, alter ego was coming out. I had to take my glasses off to lasso 
that alter ego. Rein it in a little bit because that's what we do when we sense the alter ego. Wow. Okay. Okay. Back at it. Oh. All right. The intensity just literally disappeared. Cool. All Did right. Did you think that I had left and that I had just returned? I was so overwhelmed by the intensity for those few moments. I didn't know what had happened. But then when you put the glasses back on, I realized I was still in a state of reality. That is beautiful how you literally lost microphone capabilities. So I guess at this point, I'm going to go ahead and talk because my co-host has <laughs> lost the ability to talk. Oh, he's back. My bad. I'm just okay. kidding. Oh, my bad. He's back. Okay. He's gone again. Is it in uh, and out? It feels like it, it, it is. I feel like we're on a cell phone call. I can come out. It sounds like you have bad signal. Can you mm. maybe, can you go to another room and see if you can get better signal? I am on wireless tonight. I did remove it today, went wireless, and I forgot to put it back. My hope is that Zoom keeps up, that our network keeps up, allows us to uh, stay, stay connected. So Tori, what was your biggest um, accomplishment this week? Good. I'm going to tell you mine. You ready? Thank you, because that was a loaded question. And I wasn't sure if I was prepared to answer that on a podcast. And that was mine. You did a great job with it, Cody. You did a great job. You are handling that whiskey like a champ. Thank you. I, I do like to handle my whiskey like a champ. Whiskey, and it's got a little bit of sweet in it. I'm sorry, what, what is sweet? I added some sweetener to it tonight. What, what is sweetener? They call it an old-fashioned. That's the name of the sweetener. It's called old-fashioned. I can't remember now. Okay, cool. Is that Maker's Mark? What are we talking about? We were talking about drinking whiskey like a champ, and then you start talking Your about- Your biggest accomplishment. Yes. That's not really the topic for tonight. The topic for tonight is supposed to be love. I thought nope. We were... No. Okay. The biggest accomplishment for me, this, you know, Cody, it's just, it's really hard to put this out there because there could be people listening. And there will be, there will be roughly 1 million people that hear this. Well, there's possible that somebody could hear it and it could, uh, One. It, it might, it might hit differently. Zero, 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 zero. That would be a, a million. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to keep it together. The goal I'm is trying, for us to man. keep it together, buddy. We've Let's got to keep it together. Okay, this is a serious matter, man. We, we this is a serious matter. We've got to hold it together. I'm this doing my best. I am doing my best to hold it together. I know there's gonna be moments where you're gonna break me down, Cody, but I'm gonna hold on and try to keep it together. So, my biggest accomplishment this week would be I got clarity in my life. I I had a lot of complicated unknowns going on and I got clarity this week which helped me to simplify my life and to move forward uh, because you know me Cody uh, I, I don't do well with with disorganization I don't do well with gray areas I don't do well with kind of this nebulous ambiguity in, yes. ambiguity exactly so I need clarity I, I'm, I'm a very analytical person I see patterns I see uh, black and white. So I just needed some clarity and I got it this week. So that was my biggest accomplishment. How about you? That's beautiful. Holy cow. Is that really a thing though, Cody? Is that really a thing? Dude? I, I, I've been wanting to ask, I've been wanting to ask people when they say, holy cow, I've been wanting to ask them, is that, is that really a thing? And if it, India, is, can, it is, can you explain it to me? In India, it is. Explain to me how a holy cow, explain to me how holy cow is a thing in America. Go ahead. I'll in, wait. in America, well, it depends on if you're Hindu or not. If you are Hindu, all all things spirit are spiritual. All things are a reincarnation of prior lives. So you're you know, you want to respect all living organisms. You never know who they could be. Could be your Aunt B. Could be your Aunt May. Could be Auntie M. Okay. Could be Uncle Rico. Okay. okay. I'm making those names up. They're not from I, any movies. At all. I, I, I get your point. I get your point. So then based off that premise, any living thing could be holy. So I can say holy grasshopper. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. I'm just saying. If I'm They're Hindu, if, if, I, if, 
All right, all right. So maybe that's not a good example. If if I believe in reincarnation, I believe in you know in in any any and everything coming in in a different form. I could, in sense, call anything holy. Affirmative. Including crap. Oh, the wheels were turning. I'm like, where's he going? Where is he going with that? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could we could talk more about what is and what is not holy, what is uh, and what is not uh, an organism, a living organism. Before we get into that, let's find out about Cody's greatest accomplishment this week. Greatest accomplishment, not clarity. Uh, I got some ambiguity in my in my life, but uh, I will tell you that uh, my biggest accomplishment this week was taking, I took two days off last week, at the end of the week, uh, and I built a a playhouse slash clubhouse for my four-year-old daughter, 11-year-old son. So that was, that was great. That was fun. Uh, I got to you know take my old mind and, and built a legitimate playhouse. So that was fun. Kind of when I do that, I get some clarity in my mind, not clarity, but stress relief, not worried about a lot of things in those moments. Right. So that was good. That was really a good thing. So that's my, that was my, biggest accomplishment it was a physical accomplishment um but yeah i did i got some some downturn and that was that's a follow-up that i have for you what was the, the biggest challenge that you had over the last week ironically my biggest accomplishment was also my biggest downturn the clarity was hard to accept but it was a great accomplishment so it was also a downturn as far as just just hard to hard to accept so that was kind of the uh it's kind of a downer for me so i'm sorry to hear that and i'm grateful to hear it at the same time can you really be grateful and sorry at the same time cody i mean how is that even possible well you can be grateful that you survived a car accident and like when, sorry when that you, the car accident happened when you're getting blown up from behind in a car when you get hit from behind and essentially you get blown up from behind by another vehicle that does not explode but figuratively destroys a, a, a large portion of the back side of your vehicle i feel like we didn't really flesh that out last week um or i'm sorry two weeks ago because i took that differently you were going with you didn't want you, you didn't want to you didn't want to correlate that with terrorism i was correlating that with something else I do believe that the edit button found its way into that conversation <laughs> <laughs> click drag save <laughs> i would try to make sure that i just, I just made I wanted to make sure that it was, I got blown up. I don't know where your mind went, but <laughs> set blank. You all thing. <laughs> I just had to make sure it was, it wasn't nothing sexual. I just had to make sure it wasn't nothing sexual. That's all. I just, I just had to, I had to, I had to, I need, I needed clarity. I, you know, I was, it was very ambiguous for me. So, uh, so thank you for clearing that up. This was a literal car accident. This wasn't a, terrorism experience or a sexual experience so none of the above okay minus the yes cool cool i'm just saying when, when someone says they got blown up from behind i'm just saying like there's some <laughs> dude out there that's smiling i'm just i'm just saying but you know whatever i digress i've never heard of the what happens when you're blown up from behind and you digress, but we'll yes. explore that in another conversation. Sounds good. Sounds good. I like it's, 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 it is complicated. You may take a hope to go through those things and make distinctions. I, I agree. And so maybe we take a, a future podcast and we, we unpack that a little bit. May unpack from behind. <laughs> digress and unpack. I'm thinking that you have a theme and an agenda here. We do have an agenda, which is love. It, and that kind of ties into it. It does. There, there, there is a type of love. My challenge this week is that at my workplace, um, I, I'm in a bit of a transition 
and it's going to be it's going to be challenging for me to flip my mind from doing the work that I do or was doing for the last five years, account management, account executive director, uh, operations, just flipping the switch, you know, shifting gears, whatever buzzword you want to use there. Uh, I've just got a, I've got a different direction, which has been challenging for me. So that being said, it's a, a blessing to have a job. I just heard there's 30 million. Wow. That's a, that's, that's a lot. So I, I'm employed and, and I'm in a great, great place. Love the company I'm working for. It's been pretty cool. Um, love. That is our subject for tonight. Really it's about what, what your experience has been, what my experience has been, what we know of it. And, and again, in these very stressful and obscure, unprecedented times, we do need to find a way to maintain love and connection at multiple levels, the friendship, the physical, the, the spiritual. So that's, that's really what I wanted to talk about tonight. Would love to, love to hear your thoughts on, on the subject. Okay. What, what are we talking about exactly? Um, I'm sorry. I think I was talking out loud, but I was having thoughts. Okay. So let's, let's bring it back, Cody. Let's bring it back to reality. Um, you wanted to back talk about love. To life, back to reality. Good job. That was, that was, uh, that was, a, that was a banger back in the nineties, eighties, late eighties, early nineties. So well done. Thank you. So let's talk <laughs> no, about let's, love. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about love. There was also um, early nineties song. That yeah, was actually, let's talk about sex. That was, that was the early nineties song. That was very popular. Salt and pepper. Is this the love that I've been searching for? So I'm never gonna sing that. No, no they so, didn't. That's so, never gonna sing that. So I think you were referring to something completely different than I was. I, I was referring to let's talk about sex. Yeah. You were. You were. So let's bring it back. Yes. You keep you keep uh deviating from from the subject. Am I really no, though? Is love and sex I'm doing that. Is love and sex really that different from each other? No, it is uh, not. Okay, so I'm not really deviating away from the subject. I'm just talking about I think a, different, was, I think I a different angle. A different angle. You might be deviating away from the possibility of the direct correlation that compounds the interests of the two that connect correspondingly. What about the equity? We can get into that. Uh, it's going to take some time to unpack and to extrapolate the equity portion of it, but it is extremely important in the grand scheme of things. Okay, just being clear, and just want to make sure we insert that appropriate place in this. So, what you an insert station? Why do you want to insert stuff, man? I think that's what it's called when you're doing editing, inserting, cutting, fading. Oh, you're talking about oh, editing. Tori. This is why we call you that sucker. Yeah, I just I have certain lenses, man. My my lenses just see things a certain way. I get it. Yeah. So, love. Well, my name happens to be Sucker for Love. Yes. So, therefore, I must hold love in a pretty high regard. So, we we talked about where you got your, your name, your nickname. Sure. Touched on it. Uh, and, yeah, you, you're the SFL, not South Florida, but Sucker for Love. So, let's talk about love. Let's talk about and, love, Cody. And yeah, I mean, you've got a, you've got a strong opinion about it, and there there are spiritual and physical sure planes that we can jump in and out of absolutely on, on, for this discussion. And I don't absolutely. want to act like an expert. It's not my my intent here. It really is to say, what are you doing in your life that maintains or, or focuses in on the positive side of love and what that means in these times of safer at home and social distancing and and really fighting to stay connected with people. And how's that theme kind of worked its way through your life? Because, uh, you know, obviously it, it is important to you. It's important to me. So I'd love to hear your, your opinions. Sure, sure. So first of all, we're not in Safer at Home yet. We're still in Stay at Home. Uh, I believe May 8th or May 9th, we will transition to Safer at Home. So I just want to make sure that we're on the same page here, Cody, because whatever world you live in is not reality here in Colorado. You're right. It, today is 
shelter in place. Today is hunker down. Today is not hunky dory. Today is pride and preparation. I thought it was pride and prejudice. No, no, that that was that name was changed. Okay. Uh, shortly before, I mean, I think hours before, I went to the printing press. Okay. Okay. My bad. I missed that. I missed that one. I missed that one. Yeah, it was pride and preparation. Okay. Because it had gone through preparation A, B, yeah, wow. all, all the way through G. Really? Yeah. That's an and extensive I think, process. I think, yeah. And then they finally settled on preparation H. Okay. And that's, and they, that's when they released the pride and preparation. Well, preparation H has done wonders for me. So I, I appreciate the fact that they. On the whole, I agree with you. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk well about done. love. Let's talk about uh, the very aspects of love. So, so. Growing up, I saw love pretty much in two phases. I saw <clears throat> a love for humanity, a love for a friend, a love for a family as one type of love. I kind of grouped all that together as one type of love. And then I saw being in love as another type of love. And that was the special love. And that was the one that really mattered um, God helped me over time to get a better perspective of love. And now I have what I believe is a proper perspective of love. And this may be controversial, but what I thought was the most important love actually is the least important love when it comes to all the different facets of love. The most important love, Cody, is unconditional love. And that is where we miss the boat. I agree. Exploring love this week is, is great timing because having kids, it, you see unconditional love. You can make a lot of mistakes as parents, right? And uh, unconditional love is the, the top. It is, it is the most important love. Latin, right? Name. It has... Uh, Latin's a dead language, Cody. So why would it have a Latin name? It comes from the Greek. Okay. Fair enough, but it's it's got a it's got a biblical factor in 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 it, right? But it's got an underlying truth to it that you, it doesn't matter if you're spiritual or not. When you look at unconditional love, it's very clear that it is the the love to seek, the love to experience, the love to to give and, and to transform yourself into somebody that can give that and can be a part of that, that circle, because it's you know it's never ending, no matter what's happening, what's what's going on, what's in your way, what's in the, 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 the resistance that you're experiencing, you're always going to have a, that love. There's no strings attached, right? But yeah, my kids can really open my eyes to forgiveness and, and to that aspect. Because I've, I felt like I had a great, you know, my, my family, we, we had a, an interesting life growing up. I hid a lot from people because of my insecurities. I felt as if to be loved, to be cared for, that I had to be like somebody. I had to emulate. I had to mirror somebody. And that's what made love. So I, had a, I don't know where that came from. And my, my parents were um, Christian people. And so you would think that, that the mom and the dad and the brother and, and having these great experiences together and, and being you know, that family unit that, that I had, that I would have known and, and learned a lot more about love than, than what I did. Uh, that being said, again, I saw it. I saw love and thought love was, if you're like somebody, they will love you. If you're not like somebody, they may not love you as much. So there were definite conditions to it. And it was very destructive to me all the way through about nine years into my marriage mm. uh, because I ex expected that because we, you know, I learned how that we were different, my wife and I, oh my gosh, that are we going to still be in love? Is this something that's going to continue? And I undermined myself and my approach to find myself uh, with that thought and that false view of, of what love is. So yeah. Wow. That was deep. That was deep. So sucker for love, was birthed out of wanting to pursue being in love. 
because again, I thought love, being in love was the highest pinnacle of love. Um, being in love with a person. Is there another option to being in love? Yeah, listen, this Something is 2020. This is 2020. Okay. That is a person. Okay, okay, okay. Because I, I think part of love requires that you, you know, have an experience with it. Okay, so I'm, I miss, you know what? That's my own naivety. That's my own ignorance. I uh, clearly have not been learned enough to understand that in 2020, you can, you can have, you can be in love with a non-human. You can marry inanimate objects. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ponder on that one. Word alert. Word alert. Word alert. I'm gonna have to cogitate on that one. What? What? I gave fair warning. I gave fair warning. I gave fair warning, dude. I gave fair warning. I gave fair warning. I mean, I don't even know where to go with that one. Um, So we were supposed to. We were supposed to talk about soliloquy. We can still can. We we can have a segment. We haven't even got to melopropism. We can we can talk about melopropism and soliloquy. Like our our worldly segments need to be introduced at some point. We 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 just we explored melopropism last week. Did we do it? Okay, I missed that one. So then we we need to get on soliloquy this week then. So we're behind. We are ooh, I, got, I don't want to use that word anymore because that's that's complicated. We are backed up. No, that's probably not a good word either. We are backlogged. No, that doesn't quite work either. Backlogged sounds a little better than behind or backed up. I'll go with backlogged. We're a little backlogged uh, on our words of the day. So at some point we need we need to make sure that we stay consistent and try to catch up somehow. So maybe we do a couple words of the day segments, whatever the case may be. But anyway, back to love. Love. You're gonna have to give me that word again because I cogitate. Cogitate. Yes. A A H J A T E. Yes. Um, if you were to Google it. Google would look at you and be like, take my shirt off, please. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm not even <laughs> going to autocorrect that. I'm not going to let you know that there's a spell check that could be done. So I would like to really break down love from my perspective over the years of studying, learning, experiencing. You've already touched on just how critical unconditional love is. I believe that is the only form of love that is unconditional. And I'm going to break that down. I'm, I'm, I'm explaining why. Agape, which you had talked about, the Greek word for unconditional love, is a selfless, sacrificial love that doesn't require any conditions. Uh, it is known in uh, a lot of spiritual views as the ultimate love from God or the ultimate God, godly love. When you start to look at some of the other loves, now in the Greek culture, they actually saw love as four different things, believe it or not. They saw the agape love, unconditional. They also had a love for families called storge. That was the family for your mother, your father, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, your nieces, your nephews, your, your, your children. They then had a third it love. Goes. No, it was familial. You, you needed to be part of the family. They didn't see animals as part of the family. They saw animals as commodities, as, as possessions, as assets, but they did not see them as family. Okay, so goats like a car. Goat is considered the greatest of all time. So uh, in, in, in the context of football, that would be Tom Brady. In the context of basketball, that would be Michael Jordan in the context of Whoop, time out. Just rewound. In the context of basketball is uh, LeBron James. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Yes, yes. Just wanted to make sure that we had an opportunity to get that correct on record. No, actually, uh, the last dance, I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it. Uh, it's, apparently you have. Actually, I take that back because you did text everybody on the planet that you binged it out uh, you know, with, with your wife. So no, I was I, I was clearly reminded who the goat is, and 
So until further notice, I will not make the mistake of calling anybody but Michael Jordan the GOAT with his seven rings. Yes. I, I, Cody told me two weeks ago that he has seven rings. So Cody knows something I don't know. He has a ring um, for baseball as well. Okay. So there you go. There's your seven rings. Anyways, so that's when you said goats, that's what I was thinking about. But if you're talking about actual animals known as goats that uh, apparently taste great when they're curried. Goat? Uh, yes. It's pretty good. With the milk? The goat's milk? No, the meat. You put the meat in the goat's milk? You put the meat curry? You curry the meat. Oh, from one place to another. Correct. Why do you... I, it's weird. I hear people say curry all the time. Yes. Uh, I love curry. What do you love to, you know, like, do, do you enjoy picking things up and moving them from one place to another? Is it? Curry? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Okay. No. See, there's, there's, there's a misunderstanding. See, you're thinking about transportation. They're talking about Chef Curry, who's always cooking on the court from behind the three point line. <laughs> He has this thing of taking food or what's it was he's taking animal meat and under the court and cooking it up. Not on the court, but he cooks it up, and that's where you get the curry from. So you got the curry goat, the curry chicken. Uh, you can get really crazy with curry and things because Chef Curry is always cooking in the lab, Playboy. That's cool. That's cool. Just the other day I curried some uh some some kettlebells across my basement because I just needed to move them. It was it's not the same. If I but if I did have goat, which I assume this you're talking about meat, um, I could curry that probably from like the freezer or maybe the refrigerator to the counter to cook it, like you're talking about. I don't have access to a basketball court right now, so I couldn't do it outside of the three point line. I would really just. Gonna be honest, I've, I've, it's my grill, on my patio, or in my kitchen. You can't curry uh, on a grill without being on the basketball court and having goat's milk. But I can curry it to the basketball court, as well as curry my grill, and I can put it wherever I want because it's on two wheels. So I can really, I can put it in the truck, take it there, move it. Now, I don't understand the significance of having it behind the three-point line because you know, I would put it in the stands. Look, Cody, I think, we, baseline. I think we just agree to disagree on this one. Let us disagree to agree. All right, so let's bring it back to storge love, being familial love. Then there's the third type of love, which is called uh, phileo love. That's where we get the word Philadelphia. That's actually pronounced phileo fish. It's not phileo fish, it's phileo which is a friendship, brotherly type love. Oh, okay, this is not McDonald's where we're filleting a fish. No, we're not going to get a fillet of fish from McDonald's. No. I, I mean, I'm tracking what you're laying down. Wait, thank you. I'm picking up what you're putting on the tracks. Why would you lay down tracking? Tracking, tracking down what you walked across. I don't know how to say how it. How is that even possible that you could walk across what I'm tracking down and picking up at the same time? If you're on rails, I can do it. That is amazing. How about this? Do you smell what suckers cooking? Well, when he's filet fishing. Fair enough. So that would be filet, brotherly, best friend, uh, close friendship, love. And then the fourth love is eros, which would be the romantic butterflies. I'm falling in love. I can't stop thinking about somebody. I'm overwhelmed. I'm consumed. Got to spend all my time with them, having dreams about them, having dreams about them, having dreams about them, having dreams about them. So yes, that would be arrow. So those are the four stages of love. If you Hold look on, at all... Wait, wait, wait. Yes. I now know why there's a such thing as a Cupid, because... Arrows is lo a love, so and he shoots arrows. Or did they get the word from the Cupid? Not quite, but it works. It, it works, Cody. It, it works. So yeah, it feels like it works. So here's the interesting thing with the it's four facts that Cupid exists and that he's part of love. I thought we talked about a couple weeks ago that we're not faxing anymore. This is 2020. We we email or we do Instagram stories. 
I fax using email these days. I think it's really much better. You know what you should do? You should use a cash app instead. What's a cash app? So a cash app, it allows you to transfer money from one person to another without having to go to the ATM or without having to wire or without having to have access to their account directly to go do a deposit or go make a deposit. So that is a lot better than trying to fax somebody over email. I usually don't pay people over email though. So I wouldn't, I don't want a cash app to do my, cause I, the cash app doesn't sound like you can communicate other than with money. And that seems to be a little bit nefarious. That is the best form of communication. What are you talking about, Cody? Money is amazing and it does speak volumes uh, to you know, different people and speaks many different things to different people. But I don't think Kashap, uh, a Kashap, I think it's called Kashap. A, is it an M Kashap? A Kashap, whatever it is, um, is not a good way to communicate. Because what I like to do is I like to type up my email, put in their phone number, and then put a subject line, put my paper in my printer, and I hit send on the email. Oddly enough, you know what's funny? I've noticed this for like the last 12, 15 years. The paper never moves when I do that. It just sits in the same place. That's that's by design, Cody. That's by design. And we'll have to, you'll have to troubleshoot that with me. Yeah, you know, we, we can look into that. We can look into that. So if you look at the four loves, one of them is unconditional, and that is agape. Storge is conditional upon your family. Phileo is conditional upon your friendship. Eros is conditional upon your romantic partner. If she's not doing or he's not doing or it's not doing, you know, we're, we're in 2020, so using gender terms they them. is, they them. yes. If they, if they, them are not doing the thing that made you feel feelings for them, then you will no longer feel feelings for them. Hence, they are conditional. If your now, best- that, in the, Is that part of Kashap? Is that, does that factor in? No, no, we're not talking about, we're not talking, <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about Kashap right now, Cody, okay? This is, this is not a, this is not a financial transaction. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a strong, intense, romantic feeling between they, them, and if the other they them stops doing the thing that made the original they them fall in love with them, then the original they them will fall out of love me, with my. the other they them. Me, my, they them. Yes. So if me, my, if they them stops doing the things that, that made me, my fall in love with they them, then me, my falls out of love with they them. Hence it's conditional. If, if, if my best friend betrays me, and, 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 and causes me to lose my marriage and lose my finances and lose my job and whatever, whatever, he's no longer my best friend. Therefore, the phileo love is conditional. If my family member cuts me off because of the color, the color of my teeth, they no longer are family to me. So therefore that is conditional. So if you look at those three examples of love or types of love, they all seem to be conditional. However, agape, there is no condition because there's nothing you can do to make me not forgive you. There's nothing you can do to make me not want to help you and support you. That comes selflessly, unconditionally. It doesn't change no matter what. And that's why that is considered the highest form of love. Mm. So Eros, relationship, mutual relationship with, between two persons. Uh, it doesn't have to be persons. It doesn't have to be persons. You already said it, you can't, it, but, sometimes but, it can be other things. So when I, but I, I was trying to clarify that with the word mutual. This is 2020. I'm just trying to understand Eros because I'm, I know, I understand that some people do sense, get the sense that they love an object. They're in love with Tree. an object. They're in love. They're in love. The word in has to be in front of the word love for it to be in Eros. love. Okay. Yes. In love. So okay. In love. But uh, I'm talking about Eros is, de is defined as two people. Did you say Aerosmith? 
Aerosmith is divided, defined, sorry, as four people on a stage performing, screaming at uh, ungodly levels of pitch in their voice. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about Mick Jagger's, Mick Jagger's group? Rush? Mick Jagger. Is Mick Jagger part of Aerosmith? No, no, he's, he's, oh, he's not. Oh, okay. Okay. You're, you're, you're thinking that he's, he was, uh, he's a football guy. He's a coach. Oh, okay. John Mick Jagger. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, he was, he was, I believe a Raider at one point. Um, so no, totally different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were saying something about Aerosmith. Aeros. Oh, Eros, I'm sorry. You're saying something about Eros. Go ahead. Yeah, Eros is two people in love, conditions to that are benefiting each other mutually. When that ends on one side, it, it doesn't necessarily have to end on the other, but it's the, the benefits, that's that's a separation. So there's a condition. That's so we established there's conditions. There's conditions with the uh, phileo where I'm not benefiting you, you're not benefiting me. We have a falling apart, however that is, no longer friends. Uh, family getting cut off. That's really where I, my brain went sideways. Forgive me. That would require me to be agape right now to, to forgive you, Cody. Don't know if we're there yet. I am. You've been forgiven because I agape you. Dude, when you agape me, that's that just like, boom, makes me feel great. Hey, man, it is, it's, it's, it's all love, brother. It's all love. But yeah, continue your thought. Continue your all thought. All four. Our love, right? It is all they are. They are. Um, but yeah, so you, you said cut off, and I was thinking there's not a lot of driving right now. So there probably aren't very many families that are getting cut off. You can cut somebody off and still be in the same vicinity with them. Uh, well, yeah, it's just anytime you're in the same building, uh, you can cut somebody off, I guess. That's true. Walking down the hall, step in front. Seems really petty. That does not. <laughs> that is petty. That's not the type of cut up I'm talking about. I'm talking about I can be in the same house with you and cut you off in the sense that I don't acknowledge your existence. Right now, you don't. I acknowledge your existence, but if I didn't want to, I could not acknowledge your existence. You said that like you're talking to me, and I felt horrible that it didn't bother me that much. That's what's up. I mean, it, <laughs> that, that, that shocked me. I was shocked. I was shocked too, man, because the fact of me cutting you off uh, hasn't crossed my mind in probably 28 seconds. So That's actually almost a record. It is, man. Like, we're making progress on this, on are, this podcast. We are, we are, we are progressing. This yes, is, we are. We were being a little fictitious. We actually don't like each other. The podcast we decided was going to be our reuniting, our effort to heal the wounds that were driven between us uh, back in uh, 2001 uh, during the financial crisis of the oil industry when they inflated the price of houses and then the dot-coms busted. Uh, there's debate between Tori and I who caused what, who knew about what, so we're, we're getting there. 28 seconds. That's pretty good. Look, Cody, let's be clear. We did talk about multicolor. Are you saying that I need to become now translucent? That's exactly what I just said. Let's be clear, dude. That's going to be hard. Why? I'm, I'm going to try. That's all I'm asking. See that? It, it almost worked. It almost worked. I went out of frame and in frame. Um, just with my mind. Yes. The mind is a very powerful thing. It is powerful. It is unconditionally powerful. No, I think there's conditions on it. I don't know. I mean, is the mind your brain or is the mind your existence, your thoughts? Is it your soul? What is the mind? Whatever it is, Cody, there's conditions on it. All right, all right. I'm, I'm trying to absorb that because I always thought that it was an unconditional thing. Look, if you can astral plane, then it's unconditional. If you cannot astral plane, then it is conditional to your body being a living organism. And if it stops, if it ceases to live and be an organism one after the other or interchangeably 
at the same time, simultaneously opposed, you no longer exist in spirit and soul because your body has ceased to live. Does that make sense? Yeah, that cleared it up. Absolutely. In fact, it's so easy to follow that I forgot what you were saying. I forgot what I was saying. What are we talking about right now, Cody? What what are we talking about? Are we talking about the, oh, we're talking about the mind. That's what it was. The mind. Does the mind unconditionally exist? It needs the body to exist in this plane. So therefore there's a condition. The third, fourth dimension, third dimension dish. This dimension, whatever one that is, whatever number you want to associate that, that number to this, this dimension, it requires a physical body. 42 is the number that I want to exist in. 42 is a great number. It's the correct answer. That is the number of the greatest president in the history of the United States. George Bush? Yeah. Do not upload this podcast. What I meant was Bill Clinton. No, Bill Clinton is the 42nd president, which happened to be the greatest president of all time. That's not, not George Bush. I, I had to fact check myself because I, I got confused for a minute. <laughs> well, we, our, our moral compass is, is a bit askew right now. So I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad you fact checked yourself. Did you do that on Snopes by any chance? Was that, did you search MSNBC? You know, I just, I just type in this browser and things happen, man. I, I don't, I don't like make any more of it. It's not that serious, but I will tell you this, George, not George Clinton, George Clinton was actually a great uh, hip hop artist in, in the 1940s, but tears Bill, he to the stage. probably talked about doing that. Uh, he didn't cry a lot because he was a happy guy, but yeah. Bill Clinton is considered the first black president of the United States of America. And that's why he is the greatest president of the United States of America. Salute to the first black president of the United States, Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's what I was told. I was told he was the first black president. I mean, I I haven't fact checked that or anything. I was just told. Um, Well, you can't really fact check much on the Clintons. There's a foundation that's protecting them from any, any and all. You sound like a conspiracy theorist, Cody. I am. I am. I have theories about conspiracies, but they're not what you think they are. Okay. I mean, most Republicans do, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wait a minute. Did I say that out loud? My apologies. My apologies, no. Cody. No, no, that no. was me thinking. I did not mean to actually verbally express that. Let me draw a line right down the middle here. Okay. Always have been, always will be. Both sides are red, right? Independent. Of Democrats? <laughs> Independent of politics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get so frustrated. Talk about, talk about lack of love, right? Talk about lack yes. of love. Holy that is cow. completely conditional. Clearly, um, they are not doing for each other, so therefore there's no love. For each other, doing for anybody but themselves. That is self-love. That's kind of important. We need to talk about that, but that's very important. Ooh, well, that's a good segue. Self-love is important. I have battled with that for a long time. I'm sorry, wait a minute. Not not to cut you off. I apologize for cutting you off, but self-love is a segue? You, well, it's it self-balances, so I likened it to a segue. Because segues are fun, man. I love some segues. I've never been on a segue. You've never been on a segway? Dude, no. we need to go on a segue tour, man. They've got segway tours here in Colorado. We're going on a segue tour, Cody. I mean, I got connections. I got connects. Well, technically, you can social distance. You can be six feet apart. Absolutely. You, matter of fact, you're supposed to be six feet. That way you don't crash. Wait, what are you talking about? Segways. I thought segways were like the thing that you wrote on airports that correct from like one spot down to the next no that's an escalator no that's financial term uh no that's i'm talking about the thing that the metal thing you get on you stand still and it moves you that's like, like, like this it's like this it's called a, it's called a horizontal escalator it's called a hescalator 
Yes, that's what a escalator does. There's no, 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 no. So you just said escalator, and then you said horizontal. There is no such thing. Escalator. I forgot. I forgot. It's a escalator. It's a special type of escalator that doesn't escalate. It goes. It stays neutral and goes uh, horizontal. Therefore, it's a escalator. Hmm. No. Fair enough. That's what I was told. That's what I was told. Look, look, Wikipedia told me that's what a escalator was, okay? And we all know Wikipedia is by far the most credible organization on planet Mars. A good buddy of mine, uh, I'm going to reference this. You brought up Wikipedia. We learned a lot about hippopotamus. Hippopotami that they are carnivorous at night. Sun goes down. Only at night, though. Only at night. Only at night. Okay. Otherwise, they're a herbivore. During the day during the day, but are very territorial. If you get anywhere near them, they will 100% kill you every time. Isn't killing you every time? No, I'm just saying if you, if you repeatedly get near them, every time you get near them, they will kill you. Can you get near them more than one time? Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm just, some people probably have been, if you're Hindu, for sure. No, 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 no. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that this animal eats vegetation during the day and then eats meat at night. That Wikipedia. is fascinating. That is Wikipedia fascinating. Wikipedia told us that. Now, Wikipedia was also edited by he and I uh, <laughs> to, to reference the rather distinct transformation of a hippopotamus. Transformation, what is it transforming into? Uh, from a herbivore to a carnivorous being. It's a, it actually walks on two legs at that point. So it becomes a human? Similar to a human, but it's metal. So it's, it's a mech? Uh, no, I don't know what that means. It's just a metal hippopotamus that walks on two legs. So a metal thing that walks on two legs is a mech and usually has a human inside of it controlling it. Only if that human's been eaten. Touche. Again, I just make a good point and you call me that. Touche. I don't hey, know. man. Look. I do, not clean, I do not clean parts. Why not? I'm not a parts cleaner. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. How is touche cleaning parts? I'm literally not getting to that in this podcast. All right. Fair enough. Listen, listen. So let's bring it back to love. Can we bring it back to love? Yeah, we were talking about love. All right. So I'm done with well, my perspective on love. Let's get into the dragon's perspective on love. Well, before we do, I would like to hear a little bit about self-love. No problem. Um, I can jump to that right now. So self-love is essentially loving yourself. Any additional questions? I just, I'm, I'm trying to absorb it because I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed right now. That, okay. was, that was a lot to, that was a lot. You want to take a moment? We, we could take a moment. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I think you gave me. Five, I think you gave me five seconds last time when I needed a moment. So I'll give you six. There we go. Right. Thank you. Time's up. Time's up. Great. All right. Cool. Great. Thank you cool. for letting me absorb that. Yes. Thank me that time. That was that was cool. 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 My pers my perspective of love, and, and again, I don't want to get get too deep into my personal, you know, the, the background history, but the reason that it's so important to me right now um, is that having conversations with friends and family and all the various things that are going on in our world. I mean, the coronavirus, the politics, the people getting mad at, at other people walking, you know, with their family around a park without a face mask on to getting upset, you know, that somebody has a different perspective than they have. And, and I thought, boy, how easy is it for us to jump on and make a comment on social media or to take a picture and post that um, or, to, or, or to contradict somebody else's opinion when it is, you know, it is so easy to do behind the keyboard, behind the, the, your, your virtual wall. Uh, and so I thought, wow, it's time to talk about and teach about love maybe not teach as much as just talk about it and share that, that kindness, that love. We're not putting ourselves in other people's positions in their minds and they're, you know, walking in their shoes, regardless of the size. I, I mean, I recognize that there's, there's a, 
when I said size and not sides. Um, same thing, same thing, Cody, same thing. Uh, so it doesn't matter what side of any particular conversation or discussion that you're on necessarily as much as, as it is to be loving enough and kind enough to let somebody express where they're at, what they're feeling, what they're experiencing. Because right now, more than any other time, we've got to really fight past the divisiveness that's out there in the world and start recognizing that there's a common theme that's being missed and that's loving each other. I think that is pertinent that you defined the four types of love because a lot of people get confused when you just say love. They're like, well, I don't, I don't have, you know, I don't like what this person is doing. Right. You don't have to like what they're doing to, to love them in a way that, that they don't even have to recognize. They don't even have to see it. Uh, one of my buddies, Jason, uh, from, from Centura days, yeah. he, he really taught me a, a great lesson about five and a half, six years ago, which was you can forgive somebody without them being around. They don't, even have, they don't even have to know about it. Yes. And, and that was such a powerful thing for me to hear uh, because, it, again, somebody posts something that you don't like on, on, on the internet, right? On Facebook, Instagram, Twit, not Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. What is Twit? This, <laughs> this Week in Tech, right? This Week in Tech. Yes. That's right. Leo Laporte and, and friends. I, I used to love that podcast. Yes. Go ahead. Actually, I'm sorry. He calls it a netcast. My bad. Continue. A netcast. Yes. Oh, you were talking about Twitter. You were talking about Twitter and tweets. Tweets. And somehow, yes. you, somehow you start talking about a different podcast, which is interesting. Cool. That's, that's fine. Continue. Link below to his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here urging people and I'm not the, I'm not perfect. We all know that each person has their own baggage, their own thing that they hold on to. Um, it doesn't make me an expert just having a podcast and talking about it and posting it. It just makes me a person that's willing to say, I'm recognizing what's out there and what's happening. And it, it's crushing to so many people that are going through challenges and struggling to figure out how to make sense of what's going on in the world. And they're scared. Maybe they don't have a job. Maybe they, they might lose their job or they're on a furlough. They still have their job. They're not getting paid or, or their family. I mean, I was explaining there are people that aren't eating right now. They're, they're not able to feed their family and, and even maybe not even able to feed themselves. And, and how desperate they are. So let's put it in perspective and recognize that we can, if you have or you have not, you can still find love in your heart, whether that's love to forgive, love to not make the rude comment, love to bring, bring a, a positive comment, supportive of somebody, um, and reach out in, in a different way. Or don't, don't make it, you know, just don't be, be negative. Right? Let the negativity drop and fade. Yeah. And so, and I think that plays into your self-love that you're talking about, where if you despise the person that you are, if you don't respect the person you are, if you don't have a love for who you are, then you know, as, as a beautifully created human being, um, that that you're you're going to be angry, you're going to have anger, you're going to have envy, you're going to experience jealousy. Right, and that's going to you know, create unhappy you know, unrest, unhappiness, dissatisfaction in, in you and others. And we rarely turn in, inside and say, "I'm I'm bad, I'm bad." We all we tend to push that out and and push that into other people's space. Right, we project that onto other people. Are you familiar with David Goggins? I'm not, but I'm familiar with Salt and Pepper. So I don't use salt much, but I pepper on my eggs is, is my, my jam right now. Well, I'm not talking about literal salt and pepper. I'm talking about the rap group that likes to push things. So you're talking about pushing things. So I'm familiar with them pushing things. I'm not familiar with David, David Grogbadin um, pushing things. David Goggins. I'm sorry, David Goggins. Listen, this feels like we're going over waterfall. 
Okay. And I just don't like chasing waterfalls. My that's bad. Just, that's just me. Look. That's just me. What do you stick to? Rivers that you're used to? Or nothing at all. Okay. <laughs> so David Goggins, uh, Navy SEAL guy that has a pretty interesting story. But one one thing that, that impressed me about him that, that resonates with me often is the fact that he didn't love himself. And, and he, he took a moment in his life where he just dove deep, you know, kind of went into severe depression. And then he ended up becoming a Navy SEAL, which I mean, just going from wow. being totally depressed and out of shape and, and being able to become a Navy SEAL, that's just phenomenal. It's insane. That's intense. That is absolutely insane. intense. But he said, you got to be truthful to yourself. And we rarely look in the mirror and say, wow, I'm out of shape. Wow, I didn't do well in the test because I'm just, I was being lazy. Right. You know, we tend to make it an excuse. And so, Instead of turning outward we, or inward, we turn outward. And what I'm saying, and the reason that I wanted to talk about love today is that you know, to find love, we talked about what it is and that there, you know, that there are conditions to most loves, but that the ultimate love is the agape. You don't need to know somebody. You don't need to believe that they, that, or not, you don't need to have the same beliefs right. as them. You don't necessarily need to uh, respect them, their opinions, right? Right. Um, but to give them the ultimate love, which is an unconditional love that says, it doesn't matter what you do, what you say, right. who you are, I'm going to love you and forgive you. Exactly. And, and that forgiveness can come in the form of not making a rude comment, not you know, causing an issue uh, at the store, at the gas station, standing in line, sure. waiting for our, our rationed meat at this point. It's only so, rationed at Wendy's, bro. Wendy's is the only one that's rationed meat, beef. To be specific, they have chicken. They just don't have beef. Where's the beef? It's not at Wendy's. But continue. Um, well, the point made, and and to reiterate, I want to share with everybody. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. We are not perfect. But to remember, even with imperfect people, imperfect relationships, imperfect world, we can do one little small thing, which is to refrain from using anger and, and, and hate and turn that into uh, forgiveness, uh, whatever that form comes in. And it doesn't even necessarily have to completely be forgiveness. So let's just abstain from being negative, abstain from being angry outwardly and, uh, and give people a break. And we're all we're all struggling in our own ways. True, true. Well, thank you, man. That was that was beautiful. Um, <clears throat> simply because that truly captured the 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 heart around agape love. Again, from my worldview, I believe agape love can only come from one source, and that is God. And because of it, He has to give you the ability to give or to express agape love, to be able to forgive somebody who never will ask for forgiveness, doesn't think they desert, doesn't think they need forgiveness, or you may never even talk to again, for you to be able to do that, for you to be able to go to a grocery store right now and buy someone's groceries behind you that you have no idea who that person is, what they do, whatever the case may be, for you to restrain from responding negatively when someone attacks you, for you to stop on the side of a highway and help somebody with a flat tire. Like these are all, you know, there's a term called random act of kindness. All random act of kindness is agape love. That's all it is. And agape love is unconditional in the sense that there's no conditions like you talked about and you do things that are hard. The other, the other aspect of agape love is it's self-sacrificial. Mm. It's one thing to give you 20 bucks if I have a hundred bucks in my hand. It's another to give you 20 bucks if it's my last $20. It's, um, it's, it's one thing to forgive you when you ask to be forgiven. It's another thing to forgive you when you look at me in my face and say, I will never talk to you again. And I betrayed you because you're a POS and blah, 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 blah. And then go about their lives feeling justified. And you were hurt deeply by that person, but you still choose to forgive them anyways. Mm -hmm. Agape requires self-sacrifice. I'm not gonna call that a condition, but what I'm saying is that that's how you know you truly are expressing it because it does cost something. 
It is completely unconditional, but it does cost something. Interesting that you bring bring the, the price up. Uh, it's something that you and I talked about exploring where that comes from, the source of that experience, that ability, that gift. Because it's a, it is a gift to be able to forgive somebody when they are being vilely angry or they're absolutely trashing you or your business or your family or your friends, right? Right. Um, yeah, it, it, and it, it is a gift. Um, that's one thing that I tell my kids, do the hard things. Doing the hard things is rewarding beyond rewarding. It is, it is what will get you to the next level of life. Did you say, did you say rewarding or reboarding? Uh, rewarding. Okay, I just want to make sure because I was going to ask you what exactly is, is reboarding. So. so when you get off and back on or get on, then get off, then get back on a ship, a plane. Okay, but that's not what train, you were saying. You were saying rewarding. Train. I was saying rewarding. Uh, word of the day. We got to get the word of the day segment in real quickly. Word of the day, soliloquy. Soliloquy is the art it is an art. The soliloquy is an art of having a deep, profound conversation with yourself. That is the word of the day or, or the week, word of the week. Can also be used in a way to have a conversation by yourself where others can hear without concern for what they think, say, or their opinion of that conversation is. I wouldn't call that an or, I would call that an and. Unless you want to do an XOR. And. You could do an XOR. You can fly an X-Wing if you're in Star Wars, but we're not in Star Wars, so I can't do an XOR right now. So, hey, everybody, thank you for once again joining us. Um, make sure that you subscribe. I think Cody said it a couple weeks ago. Make sure that uh, you subscribe to our notification page, and then your name will be added to our RSS feed, and then we will ensure to add comments. Yeah, so you don't have to enjoy the podcast to subscribe. You can subscribe just to give us some crazy comments. We do want your feedback. We enjoy sharing with everybody our thoughts. Uh, it, is a, it is a soliloquy podcast. We are trying to, to have uh, very deep conversations with ourselves. It's amazing that it even works. Thank you. For our, no. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. That was, that was wonderful. Well said. Well Thanks said. for joining us on this journey. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Make sure to check back with us to see where we end up next. Toodles.